Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about your pool care in the summer. I'll go over some do's and don'ts with your pool. And the summer is a lot different than any other season. And you're going to hear more about that, of course, as I unpack it here. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. There are, of course, a number of things that make taking care of a pool in the summer a lot more difficult than any other part of the season. I'll give you just the big three. The UV index is higher, it's much hotter, and the pool usually has more usage. Those three things in combination really can make it more difficult to take care of your pool in the summer. I would say the number one thing you're going to need to do, especially if you take care of multiple pools out there on your route, is to be very proactive in the summer. One of the biggest things that can happen in the summer is that the chlorine in the pool can be used up rapidly. And if the pool goes for three or four days without chlorine, in the summertime, algae can bloom pretty dramatically. Maybe not in 24 hours, but within three to four days, the pool can look pretty much like a swamp. And I've seen this happen in the middle of summer when this happens, when the chlorine runs out in the pool. And there's the factor of it being hot, the water being really warm, the sun being out a lot longer in the summer, the UV index being higher in the summer, And all these contribute to extreme algae bloom. If you had a little bit of an algae breakout, let's say in February or March in a pool, and you know the water temperature is probably in the 60s, maybe in some areas in the 70s, the algae is not going to spread to the whole pool within three or four days of zero chlorine because the days are shorter, of course, the UV index is, is a lot less, and the water temperature is a lot colder. But if you add those elements that I mentioned and you add a little algae bloom with no chlorine, you're going to find that it can be very explosive in the summer. So the number one thing to focus on, of course, is not to let the chlorine zero out in a pool. You should get to know the pools pretty well, which pools get heavy use. The customer should be aware of the fact that if they have a party, they should let you know. So make it clear to the customer at some point that if they're going to have a pool party, you know, having 10, 15, 20 people in their pool, It's a good idea to let you know so that you can prepare for that for them so that the pool, of course, is not a disaster after the party. Most of the customers should be proactive and let you know that, you know, on this particular weekend, they're going to have a party. There are certain weekends where you pretty much are guaranteed to have heavy usage. And so you would want to just assume that all the pools are going to be used that weekend. We just had the 4th of July pass, and that's one weekend where you would want to just assume that, you know, if you have... 20% of your pools are used during that week, during the 4th of July weekend. You figure there's going to be 70% of them being used. And so you want to prepare for that. So how do you prepare for a pool that's going to be heavily used in the summertime? 
or having a party at one weekend or several parties during the week. There's several ways you can prepare the pool for the party. The first thing you want to do is bring the chlorine level up to a shock level. Now, you may think that having so much chlorine in the pool is a problem. You know, the swimmers are going to be irritated by it, but that's just not the case because a lot of the chlorine is locked up with the cyanuric acid in the pool. And here's a factor, and I think I should explain this and unpack it just a little bit so you know exactly what level of chlorine to bring the pool up to, which is important. I can just tell you to bring it up to 10 parts per million, but that may not actually be effective in your particular case, depending on the cyanuric acid level. Bob Lowry was an expert on chemistry, and I just finished a week of you know putting his podcast up that I recorded with him, and he had a formula which I think is extremely accurate and it's being used more and more in the industry now. And that is your free chlorine is effective only if it is at 7.5% of the pool cyanuric acid level. And he came up with this number by doing a lot of algorithms and is a really complicated chemistry formula that he boiled down to this percentage. And so if you use the 7.5%, it's going to be something that is going to make this particular issue very easy to solve and remember that a lot of the chlorine is locked up with the cyanuric acid so if you are at 10 parts per million you don't technically have 10 parts per million in the pool of free chlorine that's actually in the water because again a lot of it's locked up with the cyanuric acid in fact about 97 percent of it's locked up at some point with the cyanuric acid and of course the more cyanuric acid in the water the more locked up the chlorine is and I'm not saying that there's chlorine lock in the pool happening but the chlorine is works a lot slower when there's more cyanuric acid in the water so let me just give you a simple formula let me just give you a simple example of his formula let's say that you test the pool and the cyanuric acid level is at 80 parts per million so 80 and you just times it by 7.5 percent and that means that you have to have a free chlorine level of six parts per million in that pool for the chlorine to be effective. And so if you wanted to bring this pool up to a shock level, I would say that 10 parts per million would be pretty effective in this pool because six parts per million is what you're going to need just to maintain the pool and have the chlorine being effective. Now let's say you test the pool. And as you test for higher cyanuric acid levels, it becomes harder and harder of course, you get an accurate cyanuric acid level reading. But let's say that you test it and the pool comes in at 100, 150 parts per million of cyanuric acid, which would be high. I think if you have anything over 100, you would want to attempt to lower that down in the pool to make your pool care easier. But let's say it's at 150 parts per million and you do the math with 7.5% and you get a free chlorine level of 11.25 parts per million. That means that just for the chlorine to be effective in this pool, you have to have the chlorine at 12 parts per million to be effective in this pool and to sanitize the pool and to kill bacteria and viruses effectively. So if you wanted to bring that pool up to shock level, 10 parts per million would not do it because you just need 12 parts per million basically to maintain the pool in its normal state. Again, a lot of this chlorine is locked up with the cyanuric acid. It's not active all the time. So keep that in mind when you're talking about higher chlorine levels in the pool with high cyanuric acid. The chlorine is not going to be, you know, you know you're not going to have 12 parts per million of free chlorine in the pool all the time when people are swimming in it. So for this pool, you would probably want to raise the chlorine level up to 20 parts per million to bring it up to a shock level before a party. 
You would also want to leave chlorine for the customer to pour into the pool after the party's over. So I would say the easiest thing is to leave bags of Cal Hypo Shock with the customer. If you're comfortable with them adding that to the pool, you can leave a couple of gallons of liquid chlorine and they can add that to the pool after the party because then they're bringing the pool back up to shock level because the chlorine's going to be used up considerably in the pool with all the bather loads and the swimming. And so basically by you adding that chlorine, by them adding that chlorine to the pool, they're bringing the chlorine level back up to a consistent level for you because if the party's on Friday or Saturday, and you're not back out there until Wednesday or Thursday, you're going to want them to add that chlorine to the pool so that the pool does not have any problems. There are a few things you can do, of course, on your pool service route or if you're servicing your own pool to prevent the chlorine from zeroing out, and that's using an enhancer. I talk about this often. You can use a variety of different enhancers. You can use a phosphate and enzyme treatment. If you shop at Leslie's Pool Supply, they have something called Perfect Weekly. It's a really effective product. It has an enzyme and a phosphate treatment in there. It also has a chemical that helps with evaporation of the water. I think it's a great product and definitely it's one reason why they sell a lot of it because it's highly effective. This enhancer will make the chlorine more effective in the pool. Even at high cyanuric acid levels, it'll make the chlorine much more effective because it eliminates a lot of the things that kind of suck the energy out of the chlorine to put it in a better way. The chlorine becomes less effective when there's phosphates and when there's organic organics in the pool. And the Perfect Weekly will help you with that. You can use, of course, a straight maintenance dose of a phosphate remover. You can use an enzyme in the pool. Another product you can use is called Pool RX, and this is a great way to enhance the chlorine level in the pool and make the chlorine much more effective because the minerals in the Pool RX eliminate the microalgae in the pool, making the chlorine that much more effective. Borates are a great thing to add to your pool, and this is one thing that Bob Lowry really promoted when he was around with his chemistry expertise. Borates are a great way to enhance the chlorine because they're a natural biostat, which means that the algae can't form in the pool, basically. It also makes the water softer. It also ba- it also buffers the pH, making balancing your pool water a lot easier. You can add borates to 50 parts per million to make an, an effective enhancer. Another benefit of borates is that that formula that I gave you earlier, 7.5% of your chlorine level versus cyanuric acid, your cyanuric acid level with borates in the pool at 50 parts per million, that percentage drops to 5%. So if you had a cyanuric acid level of 80 parts per million, times 5%, that means that your free chlorine level would only need to be at 4 parts per million instead of 6 parts per million as that earlier example with borates in the pool at 50 parts per million. So the main difference in the summer, of course, is that the chlorine usage is going to be a factor and the chlorine is not going to last as long in the pool. I mentioned bather load here. Another thing you could leave with the customer is a non-chlorine shock. You can get those at your local pool store. And these are a great way, they have, they have a potassium-based uh, element in them. And this is a great way also to prevent the chloramines from forming in the pool after a heavy usage. And you can get the non-chlorine shock just about at any pool store or, or your local supplier. And they sell it under different, different brand names. But I really think that this is an effective way. And it's an easy product to put in the pool too because the customer can just pour the one-pound bag in or you can leave them with a Ziploc bag of a pound or two of it, and they can just pour it in the pool. And they can actually swim right away with it, so they, they may even want to add it before 
the pool party starts. But if they add it after, that's effective also. If you're looking for the Leslie's brand, it's called Fresh and Clear. And there's other brands called Shock Trine. These are all non-chlorine shocks. It'll say on the bag it's a non-chlorine shock if you're unfamiliar with the product. It's a great way also to help prevent the pool from turning after a party. Now, I mentioned the heat and the UV index. These are also factors because the sun is out a lot longer in the summertime, which means that the chlorine is exposed to the sun's UV rays longer. And the UV index is a lot higher because the sun's a lot closer to your area in the summertime. That's why it's so hot in the summer because the sun is actually, you know, closer to that spot on the earth, which means that the UV index is usually really high. Why is the UV index important? Well, the cyanuric acid in the pool will protect the chlorine from being used up by the sun hitting the water to a certain extent. But as the UV index gets higher, the effectiveness of the cyanuric acid is lowered by the high UV index. And I get emails all the time from people in Texas and they're like, hey, I just put a gallon of liquid chlorine in my pool yesterday and it was at three parts per million and now it's at one part per million this morning. I got to put a gallon of liquid chlorine in every day in my pool and my cyanuric acid level is at 60 parts per million. So what's the problem? The problem is the high UV index in parts of Texas, for example, cause the chlorine, even with the cyanuric acid, to be burned off a lot faster in the pool. There's different ratios of UV versus the cyanuric acid protection of the pool, but the higher the UV index, just kind of note that the quicker the chlorine is going to be used up in the pool. So if the UV index is at 10 and you pour a gallon of liquid chlorine, it's probably going to be used up 50% more than if the UV index was at 5. The heat is also a factor because the water is warmer and algae tends to bloom in warmer water. And so if you have microalgae forming in the pool because of the heat of the water, it's going to use up the chlorine even faster at that point. And that's why I mentioned the enhancers a, a few minutes ago, because these really help the chlorine to be more effective. Even with the higher UV, UV index, it's going to make the chlorine much more effective, and it's going to make it last longer, even with that high UV index and the sun being out longer. Some things you can do to help your pool during these high heat summer days is to run your pool during the daylight hours. I know a lot of people are, are energy conscious and they feel like running their pool at night is better and saves them money, but that may be true in some respect. It may not be in some other respects if you're going to have to add shock to your pool and you know add massive amounts of chlorine because you're getting algae problems. I think the biggest way to prevent that is to run your pool during the time when the sun's hitting the pool in the peak hours of when the sun is hitting the pool. It just, that way the chemicals are circulated. The water circulation will sometimes help prevent algae from forming. And just maintaining the pool is just a great way to keep the chlorine effective in the pool, which means having a clean filter. So you want to clean the filter before summer. Sometimes midsummer you want to clean the filter again. You just want to have a clean operating filter. It just makes the pool run a lot better, especially in the summertime. And you want to clean and brush the pool often. Getting a good robotic pool cleaner with the scrubbing brushes is a great way to prevent algae. Getting a cleaner that can scrub the surface is also great. Uh, the, what comes to mind is the Polaris Atlas and the Polaris Max cleaners. They have scrubbing brushes on the bottom. Anything that's going to dislodge any kind of algae that may want to form on the walls is going to be effective. Just putting a pool brush in the pool every day and brushing the pool is an effective way of preventing algae. If you service the pool weekly, 
you definitely want to brush the pool thoroughly. One thing that I neglected for a long time, I, get, I got kind of lazy, was brushing every pool on my route. Some of the pools looked like they didn't need it, so I didn't brush them. But then I found out that by brushing each pool and every pool, it did help prevent algae formation in the pools, especially the pools that were susceptible to getting algae in them. So brushing goes a long way because you're just knocking any kind of algae that may be trying to form on the walls off the pool by brushing it. If you have a saltwater pool, one of the things that happens sometimes in the summer is that the salt cell gets dirty or the salt level will drop. A lot of times splash out from a lot of people swimming in the pool will make the salt level drop. So you have to keep a close eye on the salt level in the summertime. Getting a good salinity meter is a great way to make sure that you're monitoring the salt level. Some salt systems don't have the salt output displayed or the salt level, I should say, displayed on it. And you want to have a way to test the salinity or salt level in the pool. There's many good brands out there. I like the uh, Lamont Tracer. The Okatin uh, tester is also good. I have a video on my YouTube channel on that one. But any kind of salinity tester is handy so that you know if the salt, if you need to add salt to the pool to make the saltwater generator work effectively. Most saltwater generators have a minimum salt part per million level. And if it falls below that level, it's not going to produce chlorine. So there's a chance that the pool could run out of chlorine if the salt level drops to a certain level in the pool. So you want to make sure the salt level is consistent in the summertime. You also want to make sure the salt cell is clean. Most systems will indicate when a cell gets dirty with a flashing red light or a red light, or it'll say on the screen, clean cell. Others won't. You just have to inspect the cells and make sure that they're clean. Once the cell gets a lot of calcium buildup, it's not going to be effective in producing chlorine. And so again, the pool can zero out there. So saltwater pools can be problematic in the summer if you're not really keeping an eye on them. You may get lazy with it because you don't have to watch it as carefully, you know, in the spring or in the fall. But in the summer, you have to check it every week. And if you can check it more often, if you're the homeowner and you can make sure that it's working maybe twice a week, go out there and check it. I think that's being very proactive, especially in those high UV areas like Texas, where if the salt system stops working just for two or three days, the chlorine will zero out and you're going to have all kinds of problems. So it's really important to keep a, a closer eye on your saltwater generator in the summertime than it is any other time of the season. Another problem you're going to run into, and this is something that I see all the time, is that kids will use the pool. They'll have plenty of toys like noodles and floats and, you know, things to throw in the bottom, ring, rings to swim for. They'll put all kinds of coins in the pool. And by the way, I collect those out with my leaf rake and I keep them as a tip. And I definitely would recommend not using coins and anything metal in the pool, but a lot of people do. And one of the problems with the toys on the surface is that they'll get sucked into the skimmer and they'll keep the system from running properly. So make sure that after the usage of the pool that you inform your customers to remove the toys. One thing I like to tell the customers, and this is actually the truth, and it's a way to make them really, really vigilant about the pool toys. I tell them that leaving the pool toys in the pool is very attractive to younger children. And a, a child may ignore the pool in a normal circumstance, but if they see things floating in there, they may be curious and investigate, or they may try to pull them out thinking they can clean the pool or remove them from the pool. Maybe they have their favorite float in there and they want to take it out. This could be a really potential dangerous situation and cause drowning of a child. So removing the toys is essential in the safety of the pool because it's not attractive anymore if the toys are out of there. And also, it's not going to clog up the skimmer with the noodles or something's going to block it, making the pool less effective. So circulation is a key element in the summer. 
And if you need to run the pool longer, boost up the runtime, I recommend doing that. Even though it's gonna, you're going to take a hit on your electricity bill, you're going to take a bigger hit if you have to shock the pool and add two or $300 worth of chlorine to the pool. And I'm not joking because of the high cost of chlorine. That's not unrealistic. So I definitely think running the pool longer is smarter than putting a lot of chlorine in the pool. So if you notice like water quality problems, the pool's getting cloudy, maybe the chlorine's not holding well in the pool and the cyanuric acid level is at the right level, then boosting up the runtime is an effective way to make sure the pool is going to have the proper circulation. And it, running the pool longer also cures a lot of problems, especially if the pool starts to get cloudy. If you just boost up the runtime and maybe run it 18 hours instead of 12 hours, you're going to see a significant difference in the water quality. Basically, the more it's running, the better it's going to look. If you ever have swam in a lake, you know that, you know, it's just not, doesn't look that great because there's really no circulation going on there. But if you're at the beach, especially in Florida, where you can see the crystal clear water or the Caribbean, I should say, or even Hawaii, you know that the water is super clear, but it's getting a lot of circulation because the waves are breaking. Here in California, the water is just plain ugly at the beach. I can't say it any other way. If you can see the bottom three feet in, then you're lucky. But we just don't have really beautiful beaches here. It's sad to say other parts of the country and other parts of the world that I've been to have beautiful beaches. But you can see that circulation is a major factor. And in your pool, it's extremely important to have the water circulating, especially in the summer. But the number one problem that you're going to run into in the summer, of course, is when the chlorine zeroes out or gets low, especially from heavy usage. Making sure that doesn't happen is the key for a successful swim season. And I'll end with this real quick. And I get this all the time is that, hey, I could never use my pool in the summer because at the beginning of summer, I got algae in it. And then all summer I'm fighting it. I'm spending $100 on chemicals. And it's one of those things where I just hate my pool because they can't even use it in the summertime. This can be easily prevented if you follow the steps they outlined here. And you're going to really enjoy your pool. And this will not be an issue for you at all. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. It'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at bullguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.